Hello and welcome to episode 56 of Behind the Journey. This is the show myself and Sam Spencer discuss all the things going on my business journey. And today, it's the first episode I do without Sam and I discuss what on earth is going on. I'm at my So this has been single-handedly one of the most crazy, crazy weeks I've ever had in business. And as I try and piece together what's actually unfolded, I also sit here for the first time ever doing a podcast without Sam. So I spent around about half an hour actually figuring out what on earth I'm actually doing, how I can set up the sphere, how to figure out how to even record a podcast. These are all things that I didn't quite understand. Um, at the same time as that, I've had to now figure out how to do this thing called Audacity, which I have no idea about. So all in all, I don't really know what's going on. However, we'll try and record a podcast in normal form. The last week has been, like I said, absolutely crazy. Um, every single day has felt like a week. Every week had felt like a month. And continuously, we're battling against the odds of a complete and utter broken economy, a mass virus outbreak, and a pandemic that I never ever thought we'd see in our lifetime. This feels almost like our own war. It feels almost like our own battle. And when it comes to business and the economy, I feel like the only thing I can do to help the wider population, the wider world, is to keep doing what I do best, which is the world of business. And the difficulty and the challenge that faces is even looking at your staff dead in the eyes and saying, look, everything is going to be okay. Look, don't worry about the situation. It's under control. And like I said in the last podcast, this will be a challenge. It's a challenge that thankfully we prepared for. It's a challenge that thankfully I predicted. I didn't predict this virus outbreak, but I predicted a recession. But I believe that the recession that will follow this virus outbreak will be the biggest recession of our lifetimes. It's going to be catastrophic. We've seen the FTSE down 20, 25%. Uh, we've even seen things that you would deem safe havens like Bitcoin completely crash under what would be normally be its perfect scenario. So as business owners, I'm thankful that I prepared for this this moment so I don't have to stress and worry like many others out there. What we've also seen is SMEs coming together like never before. This is the time where SMEs need to come down and just sit with each other and talk things through and plan things out. This is the time for people to roll their sleeves up have that serious conversation with each other and say, look, how can we support each other? This is the moment where businesses should be connecting like ever before, where competitors should be thinking about each other like ever before, where brands that never communicate with each other should be communicating like never before. This is almost our opportunity to make sure that us as an economic outfit, us as a country, us as a global economy, come together to make sure that we can keep pushing on. Now, thankfully, the government and the chancellor have come out with some incredible measures to help us get through this pandemic. And the reality is we're seeing different knock-on effects from this intervention. Initially, there was the government loan scheme, the £330 billion that was going to save the uh, economy. Now, on the surface, myself included, I was blown away by what that actually meant. When you look into it in more detail, you actually found that it was literally a loan scheme, a scheme where you could borrow huge chunks of money as long as you had a 20% personal guarantee towards it. It was, in fact, a loan. Now, loans that people are going to need to get through this pandemic, this recession, the ongoing battle, absolutely amazing from the government. But the reality is it's still a loan. 
So we went into the next day of what was really unfolding and we saw the government come out with the Coronavirus um, Job Security Act or something of that ilk, which really was an ability that if you were going to make people redundant because of the effect of coronavirus, the government were going to match their salary by up to 80%. It was saving jobs, saving livelihoods, and most importantly, keeping people spending money in the economy. Now, what normally happens in economic cycles is that when you start a recession, you start firing people, you start job losses, it creates the economic downturn, an economic multiplier effect that goes towards a negative outlook, a negative point. This job retention scheme would save that. As an SME business owner, I had conversations with Brad, our accountants, our support team about what this really means to us. And the reality is not that much. We then looked at the other schemes that are coming out, the £10,000 grants that are available for other people to have. Again, we don't qualify for these grants. Now, what I mean by that, this isn't to moan. This is not to moan at all. But there is a wide proportion of businesses within the economic system that really don't fit any of these grants, any of these support techniques the government are putting out. And let me say this, I'm not moaning about the government at all. The government are doing everything they can during this challenging time. This is really a disaster. This is a horrific time for everyone in business. But it seems very bizarre that some businesses get all the support and love in the world and other businesses get none. Now, when I had my team call this morning uh, through, through uh, Slack to say, look, this is what's currently going on. And I said, look, guys, don't worry. We plan for this recession. We plan for the outcomes. We plan for it all. But let me tell you this. The news will tell you that the government is supporting all businesses. And I'll tell you now, unfortunately, they're not supporting us. And that what means to our clients, our staff, is that we have to keep working like we've never worked before. We have to keep pushing forward like we've always pushed forward before. This is no time to relax. This is no holiday. This is not working from home in paradise, putting your feet up and watching reruns of Jeremy Kyle. This is a serious time to put some serious graft in and make sure that when this thing blows over in three months, three years, who knows, that we can keep moving forward and keep pushing on. And the truth is that myself as an MD and a entrepreneur business owner, Normally, what I'm planning is how we push the business forward, how we are battling forward to make sure that we're growing the business as we always have been. And the reality is that new business has fallen off the face of this earth. Um, no one wants to spend thousands of pounds on marketing right now, and it's completely understandable. But at the same time, it also leaves the biggest opportunity out there for brands that do push forward. If I was a business right now, I'd be getting my ducks in order. I'd be getting my, you know, getting everything lined up and teed and ready to go and thinking, look, how do we push forward in this period of time? Because if you're a business owner right now, you may be quieter than you've ever been. You may be in that position as a restaurant owner where your doors are being forced shut, but you know how 40 hours, 50 hours, 60 hours that you'd normally be working your ass off to prepare for what I believe is the biggest opportunity that this virus outbreak actually creates. And that is the ability to innovate. Innovate like never before. Create new opportunities that you've never, ever had a chance to try before. If you're a restaurant owner, why don't you try a dark kitchen? Why don't you open the ability to cook within a new environment where you can create four or five different brands to test if your local community wants a noodle bar, they want a burger bar, they want a fishmongers or a sushi shop. This is your chance to be able to pivot your business with no risk. Because at the moment, if you are feet up, when will this blow over? The government is supporting you with grants, with employee wage guarantees. So you have a chance to really think slightly wider than you would normally. 
Do you create that online shop to support your, your company? Do you go and create that new brand that you've always wanted to try? These are opportunities. This isn't just a catastrophic dilemma that you have as a business owner. This is an opportunity to be able to innovate like never before. It's the chance for you to push forward and be a brand that you've always wanted to be. So I see absolutely worry, fear, tears in some people's eyes. I've had phone calls with my friends who have businesses. I've had to make people redundant before the government grant guarantees. I've had these conversations with people. But what I say to them before is, yes, first and foremost, look after the mothership. The mothership is that business. It has to be there after that. It has to be willing to employ people after this. Don't, don't take out huge risks just to keep your, your guys in jobs. You have to be relatively selfish at this point and make sure that your mothership is there for after this occasion. But think bigger. Think wider. Think about the opportunity that this can give you. Think about the ability this may have for you as a business owner. And maybe one day after all this has been blown over, maybe we have the ability to, to push forward like never before. Now, for me, it's been a, a crazy time. You know, as most of you would probably understand, you know, it's sort of like a rocket science to understand that this is a difficult time for business owners. But what I really want you to understand is, you know, this joker, i.e. me, decided to invest in three businesses before this thing went up shit creek and uh, two of them one of them's going ahead like always right and you know let's crack on the one i spoke about last episode is going ahead as always we're going ahead as planned fuck it was kind of the the summary of that battle one of them which is uh, you know a bit riskier i said to the md delay it delay it delay it delay it. let's not get into some sort of ego trip here that we plow ahead as always let's delay this delay this deal because he was quitting a job to become MD and it, you know, let's just play it safe right now. Let's play it safe. And the third one, the one that's been my biggest deal planned, the one that I had huge, huge, huge hope for, the one that was going to be an amazing deal, probably in the worst sector you could be in right now, or, one, or what, at least one of them, has been delayed. And I want to tell you the reason it's been delayed. It's been delayed because of the government grants. I know that sounds absolutely crazy and ridiculous, but when a brand needs money to invest and to grow and a crisis happens, which pushes it slightly further down, you know, the recession line, you know, slightly worse off for them, the government comes on hand with free money. Why do you need the investor anymore? You don't. So I had a deal which I spent thousands of pounds on legal bills, planning, preparation, going through hurdles, and I literally got checked for every single thing in the world like because it was a very sort of um i don't know what the right word is it's a very kind of scrutinized role you know not anyone could be a director of this company so it took about six to six weeks to two months to go through all the hurdles to be told afterwards oh don't worry pete it's fine we're good now and i thought i bet you're fine i bet you're fine because you're one of the businesses being propped up whereas i'm not i'm fighting in the trenches here. i got my sleeves rolled up i'm ready for war so the 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 inside and outs of what's actually happening here is crazy and i thought to myself back end of last week I thought, which businesses won't be affected by this? And I thought, ah, insolvency companies. So I get on the phone to a few insolvency companies. I say, look, guys, we have an ability right now to attack. You know, yeah, I know it sounds quite bad, but we have the ability right now to grow the businesses because people are going to need support. They're going to need business support, insolvency support. These sort of aspects, it's going to be big. Let's start planning our marketing to be able to attack on this situation. And people thought, yeah, yeah, great, great idea, great idea, Pete. And then one director said to me, real clever guy, he said, I don't know, Pete. I don't know. I think this could be a very quiet time for us because the government could be prepping and planning 
to make sure no one goes bust over this time, to make sure no one needs insolvency advice over this time, to make sure no one needs support during this time. And I've genuinely, after Friday, when this deal came out, I got an email this morning saying, Pete, we don't want to go ahead with the marketing campaign because we don't think that the any companies are going to go bust, essentially. We don't think anyone's going to go bust. So deals are getting cancelled. And, you know, it leaves you in a, a huge predicament of of what you do as a business owner. And the, the reality is you take stock of what you've got. You try and create opportunity where you can do. You look at innovation in every opportunity. And you retain. You just retain the work you've got and you look after it the best you can. Um, because this thing isn't going to go away anytime soon. You know, people thinking this is going to be a three-week game plan. No chance. This could be three months. could be 18 months. I'm hearing reports right across the board. And the thing I'll say is I don't want to scare anyone into worrying here. But I've been doing a lot of research into this. And when the American military are talking about, you know, renting full full hotels and turning into hospitals and turning football stadiums into ICU units, you know, you start thinking this thing is going to be bigger than what they're telling us, you know. And there's two options with this. You can either be a conspiracy theorist, and I've listened to some hugely conspiracy stories right now, which has been great fun, to be honest with you. I've been really enjoying them, talking about how it's going to change the economic sphere of the world, how it's allowing people to governments to put more technology into spaces to make sure they can kind of control what they want to control these things are all coming out um but the reality is this is a shit situation for everyone involved um so look after yourself you know stay isolated i, I haven't left my my building in 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 three four five days you know I'm, I'm i'm taking this shit seriously because if to get out of this side on the other side you have to get out of it healthy and i don't want to infect no one else because i read this stat that you all should know the average flu has a 1.4 transmission rate, which means if you have the flu, 1.4 people are going to get it after this, after you, if you walk out there and, and pass it on. The average coronavirus pass-on rate is three. Now, that doesn't sound like a huge, huge deal, right? But when that three is 10 deep, and three people have passed it to three people who have passed it to three people, you know, you get the picture. That's 50,000 plus people now with the coronavirus. So if you think going outside singing kumbaya and dancing in the rain is going to be the best thing for you to do you're an idiot stay safe don't don't go and see your family unless you need to lock the doors like i'm talking seriously you barricade that that stuff together because this is this is more serious than you think um and i just want you all to be safe during this difficult time i've never seen anything like this like i said i don't think anyone else has seen anything like this this feels Almost like our own war. It's almost like a World War Three in a sense. And, you know, just, just, just be look after yourself and keep things nice and steady. And with that said, what I'm what I'm hoping comes out of this is a newfound community spirit. I think it's a spirit that we lost a long, long time ago. We lost this kind of this spirit where you knew your neighbour down the around the corner, you know, you could wander down the street and say hi to everyone that passed you by. I don't think we've had that as a country for a long time and i think it takes time of difficulty time of uncertainty to be able to bring that spirit back and i think that that's exactly what this is creating it's creating this notion that look we're all in this together now that may seem strange and may seem wrong when you walk to the supermarket and you see people fighting over toilet roll but as a whole you know you take those idiots out of the equation it feels like we're being brought together. It feels like a new sense of pride. It feels like a place that people want to be, you know? Um, so be that nice neighbor. Deliver those eggs to your elderly neighbor. Support your community. 
like you've never supported them before because now is the time to be the nice guy. Now is the time to step up. But the one thing I will say, and I, I tweeted about this last week, if you have the opportunity to shop local, buy local, do anything local, do it now. If you have the ability to buy anything that you were going to buy before, buy it now. Try not to hold off purchases because this is a time where the economic multiplier effect matters more than ever before. You know, I've been watching some interesting films lately just to try and get myself in the headspace, which may sound quite weird, but I watched the big short yesterday about the housing bubble and what actually happened there. And, you know, that, that took, I think, five million jobs were lost in America, I believe it was. You know, um, this could be worse. This could be a lot worse. So support local businesses, support guys around you. And, you know, I think these, these podcasts are going to be different than ever before because I just normally would sit here, me and Sam, and just chat about life and, and chat about business and chat about the direction we're going. And um, all you're going to get from me for the next three months probably is a monologue. Um, it's me just pouring out my brain of what I think is currently going on in this space. And it's going to be a challenging time. It's going to be a really, really difficult time. And the crazy thing for me was literally last week, every day felt like a week. The, the week dragged on. It really dragged on because every day there was another piece of drama or another bit of news you're waiting for or something else that was going to creep around the outside of you that was going to catch you off guard. But now is a time to, to think positively. Rather than looking at the negative coronavirus stats, look at the positive ones. How many people have been infected? Don't look at those stats. Let's look at how many people have recovered fully. Let's look at the people that are doing the great work in the NHS and the people that are supporting everyone else around us. Let's look at those those stats. Let's not look at the thousand people that died in Italy yesterday. I don't want to know about those yet. Let's try and remain positive as a nation. Because at the end of the day, you're going to do yourself some serious damage when you're sat inside looking at negative media every single day. Start looking at positive outlooks. Start looking at people who are doing great things. Start opening your mindset. And I did this weird thing that many of you may know about a couple of weeks back, I bought a Rubik's Cube and I decided that one weekend I was going to just learn how to do Rubik's Cube. And I, I did it. And it took me about five hours, but I did it. I think this is the time for personal development. I think this is the time for you to think about things you've always wanted to do and try and become the better person. I'm seriously debating getting a keyboard. <laughs> I don't know why. I just wanted to get a piano and try and learn some <laughs> random stuff. And I start thinking... Where am I going to put this keyboard? Where am I going to plan it? And I started getting ridiculous on this notion of personal development. But maybe I'm going to start reading books that I've never read before. Maybe I'm going to start listening to podcasts I've never listened to before. I don't know. But I think that if you're sat inside 24 hours a day for three months, if you really are going to take this shit seriously, then you have to do something that's going to push your, your mindset and, and open your mind and, and develop yourself as an individual and as a person. And um, that's what I'm planning on doing. But like I said, this for me is the moment that Britain comes together. This is the moment where you're going to see SMEs supporting each other like never before. This is the moment where you're going to be walking down with your isolation meters away from each other and smiling at individuals. Because right now your smile means more than it did before. This is the time when you buy from your e-commerce company you've always wanted to buy for. And it means that little bit more to the entrepreneur that's running that shop. This is a time where you send that review of that great work that that, that person's done for you because the review means just so much more today. Because all these little things that really didn't matter before this whole pandemic happened just matter more now. 
You know, I, I, I'm talking when you buy coffee for £1.80. That is a big deal right now. Before this really blew up, before this really got massive, I was in London. And I walked into a pizzeria and there was no one in the shop. We thought it was closed. That shop was always packed. There were people queuing out the door, but it was, it was open. And no one was in there. These little, small gestures of pride, goodwill matter more. So for me right now on this episode of Behind the Journey, I want you to support someone else's journey. I want you to go out there and make sure that people are being supported right now. That right now you can help that entrepreneur who's having quite a hard time right now. That you can support them. This is the time where your support matters more than ever before. And on that note, I wrap up this episode with the question, what are you doing to help support this pandemic?